New York went crazy over Amadou Diallo. When that type of thing happens in Brazil, people are like, well, shit. Some nigga died. Damn, cops murdered him. So, and don't get me wrong, there are protests, but it just happens so much more often, which with less press than it may happen in America, that not be conscious of it really denies us um, a piece of our culture. You definitely have a lot to say, man, and uh, and it shows off in music, and uh, you have some talented skills, man. Besides just being the battle, that's interesting that you have all those views, and also you're part of these organizations, and you know what I'm saying. Also, you're an educated individual, because um, I mean that that that's also a backup when people want to start saying something. Having that education, that background, really makes you stand out. Because for the most part, people you know offhand will be like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." Well, I mean, but you definitely, you definitely do, man. Somebody wants to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll be happy to discuss a specific issue or a specific um, alleged factual misrepresentation in my argument. And you know, at the same time, if somebody's going to approach me in a stupid way, I'm not going to listen to some nigga just ramble on in my face. I'll just crush your collarbone because I'm not really having none of this nonsense. So, I mean, we could take it on any level. Hmm. Um, actually, you know what, man? I, I want to read something that uh, that was pointed out to me right now. Uh, at the end, at the end of your insert, you put, "If you were given freedom by some pe- by the same people who made you into a slave, then do you really know what freedom is? And have you ever really experienced it at all?" Yeah. Um. Re- Revolutionary Volume One, although it has a lot of of of, of the uh, the ideology of revolution, it was much it was much more hardcore. It was much more like, a, "Listen, it's time to take." what's ours and i think revolutionary volume two deals with a lot of that in the industry in terms of, of controlling the business a lot more the first joint that we're going to have off that it's already pretty much circulating in ny is a uh, rep is industrial revolution which is a real powerful joint about listen i'm not i'm tired of these little a and r's who don't do their job who just recycle marketing schemes instead of working on stuff that they're supposed to go to school at like let's say we had an artist out there in miami you know what I mean? They, they see a black kid, he could have different type of flows, but they're going to market him the same way as they would market Trick Daddy or something. You know, you can market anything. You can market a pet rock. You can market cancer sticks. You can market rum. There's a market for everything from Bibles to Cuban cigars. So why can't you market a specific type of artist to be out there to sell records if people know that they make good music? You know what I mean? A&Rs are just lazy. The industry wants too much control of people's projects. And on one end, I won't blame them because some individuals' creativeness really has a lackluster feel for, for moving in clubs sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're just based upon people's personal rants. But at the same time, you know what I mean? If you're going to sign an artist and you have, they have the faith in you that you're controlling their $1 million budget that they're going to owe you at the end of the day, well, then, damn, shouldn't they have some kind of say in what they're going to be presented, presented as to the world? So, I mean... Revolutionary Volume 1 wasn't preachy, you know what I mean? People look at the, the outside of it and they're like, oh, man, I went to, he's trying to be the Latino Malcolm X. No, I'm not trying to do none of that, you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. give it to you really hardcore. That's what comes out the, the most probably in Revolutionary Volume 1. It's just hardcore battle-type lyrics, like four or five really strong concept rhymes, um, probably like you know three or four really hard battle tracks, um, two or three introspective joints, a couple of interludes, and then the political speech, and then I have a spoken word outro. So it's it's a solid piece, but it definitely is something, like you said, when you read the quote, it's meant to be thought-provoking. I didn't want to just make something that you could just, 
you know, listen, and no one would care if it was on. I've seen too many people have underground albums out, and they just played them through, and nobody listened to the words, you know, and people were just nodding their head to mediocre beats. So I was just like, mm. you know what? It's time for me to make something really hard. And everything is stepped up on Volume 2. The flow, the lyrics, the, the beat, the, the delivery, cadence, everything. Nice. So let's do this then, man. Because I'm going to be playing these tracks, but I, I want to know what people are going to be ready for coming up for this album. So if there's any sneak peek or anything you want to drop for them, we'll um, bust it a cappella. Yeah, I'll drop some. All right, I'm going to bust you a cappella, so just, just go for it, man. <laughs> do your thing. 